Poisson Rouge in New York City. It's Radio Happy Hour, the radio show that's not on the radio. I'm Matt Skibiak, and now our host, Sam Osterow. Hello! 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 You guys, you're not clapping. You look very nice anyway. Uh-huh. Let me introduce you to the uh, Radio Happy Hour crew. Over here on sounds, we have uh, Matt Skibiak. How you doing, Matt? I'm just, I'm doing dandy right now. <laughs> Tell us who you play in Radio Happy Hour today. I play an obese Dutch colonel. What's his name? Colonel Van den Oderbalsen. Uh-huh. And I play an old, insane prospector. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. 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 Very radio. And uh, back here we have Stephanie Davila on the piano. She refuses a microphone, so we just have to wave. Maybe you could play a little drum for us. That music is called Kumbaya of Terror music. Yeah, it reads. And over here we have Robin Reed. And who are you playing today? I'm playing Robin, an ineffectual southern man can, with a lisp. Can you do a little bit of it? Hi, Robin. Where'd you come from? Hello, Sam. It's very nice to see you today. <laughs> it's part uh, Foghorn Leghorn, part uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Yes. Uh-huh. Excellent. Uh, our our uh, first guest actor uh, is uh, Variety.com called him uh, one of ten comics to watch. He was also named a top comic by Hollywood Reporter and New York Magazine. And you can see him in Michael and Michael Have Issues on Comedy Central. Uh, give it up for Kumail Nanjiani. Hello? Have a seat. How you doing? Good. How, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys doing? That looks delicious. Yeah, what is that? Nachos. Can we... Nachos? <laughs> <laughs> they look amazing. I'm sorry. I'm... This is part of the interview? Yeah. That was my first question. What looks amazing to you about this food? Nachos! Hey! Uh, now... Kumail, you know, when you hear about Pakistan on the news, it's usually not in a story about the great comics that come out of Pakistan. Well, maybe not the articles you're reading. <laughs> right, right. Is, is there a, and that's, that's where you were raised until you were 18, right? Yes, yeah. Is there a community uh, that suits a person like you in, in Pakistan? No. I had, to, I had to run away. Um, oh, you mean like a comedy community? Comedy. No, you know, I didn't really watch... Nachos! I didn't really watch much comedy in Pakistan. Like, we have stand-up and stuff, but it's like, I think it's stand-up, like, 20... What's where stand-up was 20 years ago here, you know? Well, so, give, well give me an example. Uh, like, Yakov Smirnov. Oh, that's a classic. I love that guy. Like, uh, you know, a, a lot of, like, sort of cheesy impressions and double entendre. Right. 
Well, you, uh, so you moved to Iowa when you were I don't 18, know how to finish right? saying that word, so I just quit. <laughs> I quit while I was ahead. Nachos. Was there a moment that you knew you wanted to be a comedian? Uh, not really. I mean, you know, I, I still, I just sort of thought it'd be fun to try, and then I tried it, and it was super fun, and then I tried it again, and then I just never stopped, you know? There was never really a moment where I was like, now this is what my life will be. <laughs> did uh, did your, your family foresee this coming? Were they like, that Kumail, funny. No, they still don't <laughs> think that. Um, no, not really. I was like a very, very shy kid. Like I hardly talked to anybody. Like I had, I seriously, I had problems like going to the grocery store and buying stuff. Like I, cause I had to, I would have had to talk to the shopkeeper person. So I was like super, super introverted and very, very quiet. I wouldn't talk to anybody. How do you get over that on stage? Uh, it's, I do a lot of physical comedy. I don't talk. Um, no, I mean, you know, I got, I got over props, it. Props, mostly? Yeah, a lot of props. Uh -huh. I'm like the Pakistani carrot top. Uh, <laughs> not as strong as it's, he is. He's very strong, but, I've but got you're, strong... you're like a Yakov Smirnoff meets carrot top. Yeah, but what, I've got carrot top thighs, as you were mentioning. I've leg wrestled him. It was terrible. Very strong thighs. It was a terrible thing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 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 I got, I got over it, you know? Like, I moved out. I was, I was very, very shy all through Pakistan, and then I moved to Iowa... And, um, Which is like Pakistan, basically. It's a story oft-told, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, so I moved to Iowa, and then, you know, you just, you know, you grow up, and you grow out of your little bullshit things that you have when you're a kid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like I gotta cry now. No, it's good. <laughs> I'll grow out of it it's soon. It's a good thing, it's a good thing. Uh-huh. And uh, you have a show tonight? Yes. Where is it? It's at BAM, Brooklyn Academy of Music, at 9 p.m. tonight. Three people like BAM here. Was it, were those applause for BAM or for Kumail? Uh, three people said both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's at 9 p.m. tonight at BAM. I think it's a free show. It's a free show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> people free. These people will all be too drunk to go. Well, thanks for doing the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This oh, is a course. gorgeous place. It's, it's amazing. Your, your character's a ventriloquist who talks to himself. That's kind of what I do. But you know, the weird thing, the, my puppet, you were like, he's a Texan. Yeah. I can't do a Texan accent. So you're going to see, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be very offensive. <laughs> to, to a lot Southern. of people, actually. Pakistani doing a Texan accent. I was in North Carolina this week, so I'll do like a vaguely Southern... Yeah. Draw. yeah, so you, you have the ear for it. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm getting married in a week, and um, my fiance is from North Carolina, and it's like very, very strong southern accent over there, so I'll try and emulate that. Fucking accents. Just, huh? Fucking accents. I know, man. I know, man. <laughs> All right. All well, right, we thank we you. We look forward to you in the show. Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> Now, you might know our, our next guest uh, from TV on the radio. Or you might know him as an actor uh, in films like Rachel Getting Married. Uh, and uh, you might know him from a lot of places. He, well, we'll talk. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tunde Adebembe.
How you doing? Have a seat. Uh -huh. Is it on? <sighs> yeah, it's on. It's totally, totally working. How you Sweet. doing? I'm good. Yeah, you look good. Thank you. You nice too. Nice gray shirt. Nice jeans, dark pants. Nice, uh, nice sneakers. Shoot. What's up, dude? <laughs> Why now? Why in front of people, Sam? I was hoping you would rub off. That sounded inappropriate. I apologize. <laughs> uh, Tende, uh, so like I said, you're, you're, uh, you, I think you've recorded four albums with TV on the radio. Something like that. Yeah, One was maybe, three uh, yeah. yeah, three and a half, yeah. Four. You've been in, uh, in 27 movies, according to IMDb. I'm not IMDb, Wikipedia. The internet knows everything, and that uh -huh. is true. Yes. No. Uh, and uh, you're an illustrator. Uh huh. Is that what you call it, an illustrator? Eh, I, I have done illustrations. I've worked mostly doing animation, some drawn, some three-dimensional puppet stuff. So, well, here's I, my I question. I have illustrated <laughs> things. Here, here's my question. What the hell is wrong with you? Can't you just watch Top Chef like the rest of us? I just can't. I, I have a lot of trouble holding a regular job. I've been dismissed from many. many you have? Many, oh, yes. Like what? I can't go into it here. What? I can't. There's a lot of things that I, I'm sticking to things that I can do without getting fired, basically. You could, I mean... I guess that's true. You, if you, uh, you're in a band, for example, it's not like you're going to get fired. You can just be bad and continue to be bad until you have to be a substitute teacher in your 40s. I don't know. But I feel that's like not what happened to you. I would say... <laughs> this is... <laughs> How am I going to say this one? Uh, that's not what no, happened some, to you. You'd think you could be really bad and you'd, you would... But you're it. great. But you could be bad in a band and you could be... A Gazillionaire. Oh, I suppose that's uh, true. That's true, but that's not the case with you. I hope, yeah. The gazillionaire part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so what's next? What are you going to do next? Um, I am currently... Well, we just got off a tour like a month ago after being in a bus with each other for a year, so no one wants to see anybody anymore. Like, everyone's kind of... I'll call you in October 2010. Maybe right. Ask for my pedals back, and maybe we'll record something. But um, yeah, I'm I'm just home. I'm working on two um, short films of my own. One is animated, and one is going to be live action. So, and they're just kind of starting now. So amazing. So you're you're kind of going in that direction a little more. Yeah, it's kind of my natural tendency. Like the 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 band thing is. It's been a strange and wonderful fluke, you know. But uh, Well, that, I mean, I, you know, uh, listening to how TV on the radio got started, it sounds like you guys were just kind of a bunch of cool guys who wanted to play music together. And then one thing led to another, led to another, and now you are this huge band. Was it really yeah. that easy? Um, no, I don't know. Easy is not, maybe not the right word. It, 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 I think there was a... Uh, you know, sometimes there's a, a space for something, there's a void, and, <laughs> and no matter what happens, you know, something's going to fill that void. But yeah, I don't know, just uh, friends making stuff sometimes can, you know, find, find a wider audience, and it's still kind of strange to all of us. Is it really? Yeah. It's bizarre. So it's bizarre when, when you come on stage and everyone knows you. 
Well, it's it's really weird that I'm here. Yeah. It's <laughs> well, it's weird, yeah. but I would I would I would posit that it's not weird necessarily that you're here, but it's weird that you're on Radio Happy Hour because it's such a fucked up show. I think it's great. Hey, I'm, I'm proud proud to be a part of your fucked up show. Hey, so, this guy. Yeah. And and uh, who do you play in uh, Radio Happy Hour today? I will be. As I have so many times before playing myself, I think, in Radio Happy Hour. But I'm, uh, I'm a, a, the leader of a camp for ineffectual men. Yeah. Is that something you think you could do in the uh, future? I think I could. I think I could handle it. Well, well I think I could be a good life coach. <laughs> Stop wearing that. Uh, you know, that. Th that's the thing. Don't chew like that. <laughs> Not now. Kiss her now. God, you walk idiot. away. <laughs> I would hire you as my life coach. That'd be cool. I would do it. Ooh, we, we could bowl. We could bowl. I could coach you on bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. With a megaphone, a small megaphone yeah. against your ear. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Oh, I think we're getting a bigger kick out of this than anyone else. Let's, uh, let's start Radio Happy Hour Presents. Stephanie, shall we? Berkshires were windy that day. Windy and cold. I left my car by the highway and made my way through the forest until I came upon a clearing with a campfire. Sitting beside that fire was Tunde. Welcome to Tunde Adabebe's camp for ineffectual men, you loser. Well, did you, you just called me a loser? Did I stutter, you waste of space? You know, I always thought you were supposed to be such a nice guy. Well, usually I am, but not tonight, Candy S. You signed up for this camp because you're an ineffectual panty waste. But tonight you will learn the way of Adabimpe. <laughs> Who are you? All right, well, my name is Supple Bootchecks. Bootchecks. On your application, it's spelled butt cheeks. Yeah, well, I wrote, well it's pronounced bootchecks. Sounds good, butt cheeks. Sit. Eat a wiener. Okay. I sat on a log next to the fire and Tunde handed me a hot dog. Kosher. Very tasty. He was right. I was ineffectual. Now I had signed up for his camp because I had been a failure all my life. Things were going to change that night. But not as I hoped they would. By the end of that night, in the black of the forest, a group of us, all ineffectuals, would face our deepest fears in the form of a dead body. Welcome to Radio Happy Hour presents Kumbaya of Terror. Brought to you by Oliver Brand Diapers, the diapers for fat babies. 
Hey there, Mom. Looks like you're having some trouble. Oh, I just can't get my fat baby's giant sausage legs into this diaper. That's because that diaper was made for puny, regular-sized babies. <gasps> when will they make a diaper for my grossly overweight infant? They already have! Oliver Brand diapers, big enough for adults, made for lard-ass babies. Now all my fat baby has to worry about is diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and gout. Oliver Brand diapers. The diaper for fat babies brings you... Radio Happy Hour presents... Kumbaya of Terror. The sun was low on the horizon and the air was turning cold. Suddenly, another man appeared. Hey, you looking for a group of losers? You bet I am. Well, then you're in the right place. You must be Kumail, the terrible ventriloquist. You must have known that because I'm carrying a dummy. Who you calling a dummy, dummy? <laughs> this is Teddy. He's from Texas, and I'm afraid his manners leave a little to be desired. You are a dipshit. Me or Teddy? It's both of you. Oh, tough crowd, folks. Hello, is, uh, is this the wilderness camp for failures? A giant man stepped into the clearing. He was fair-skinned with light brown hair and terrible teeth. He wore wooden clogs. He looked a little like Van Gogh, if Van Gogh had been morbidly obese. You must be the colonel. Yeah, I was once a colonel, but I'm no longer. Now I am merely a citizen of Netherlander. Are you, what, are you retired? Yeah, a retired colonel. That doesn't seem very ineffectual to me. In fact, sounds pretty tough, right, Teddy? Dutch army, tough. They smoke more shit before 9 a.m. than most people smoke all day. Teddy, mind your manners and bang more whores too. Yeehaw! Teddy, jeez, shut up. Uh, may I shit down? <laughs> I am so fat, this hiking makes me... Uh... How do you say, olderish? Oh, God, you smell like a trucker's butthole. Really? I have never smelled a trucker's butthole before. Ugh, come on, just sit over there, you panty waste. What, what means this uh, panty waste? It means shut up and sit over there. God, and uh, who are you? Well, my name is Supple Bootchecks. <laughs> Shuffle butt cheeks, oh. Funny, you know, in my language, that means, um, how do you say, uh, butt cheeks that are silky smooth. Your name is Supple Butt Cheeks? Yeah, well, it's, it's pronounced boot checks. Boot checks. What's your middle name? My middle name's Tinky. <gasps> well, I'll be. This guy has a Tinky between his Supple Butt Cheeks. Teddy! I could have told you that, right, Supple? Another man stepped into the clearing. I immediately recognized him. I'm surprised to see you here, Supple. Robin Honeycutt, what are you doing here? You're not ineffectual in the least. Aren't I? No. No? No. You're all a bunch of fucking cowards, so uh, shut up or I'm going to line you up and beat the shit out of you. How strange. That should have been terrifying, but coming from you, it was rather sweet. Can you just pretend that it was terrifying? Oh, sure. Oh, my! What a scary, handsome man! Hey, Tende, when are we going to start the effectiveness training? Yeah, are there more of us coming? It's getting so dark out here, anybody could sneak up on us. Yeah, this should be a great place to, um, uh, how do you say, uh, murder someone. We're just waiting for two more people, and then we'll begin. 
What the F bomb was that? A person just fell out of that tree. Ah! 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 My oh my. What do we to do? Help me, ventriloquist. What am I gonna do? I'm an ineffectual man. I can't even shop for my own underpants. I'll say, you've been wearing the same pair since 1995. Teddy. Balls. Tende stood. Even he looked scared. At the edge of the clearing lay a body. Tende walked over to it and Robin followed. They studied it, they leaned down, and they examined it closer. He's dead. I'm not bonded for this. Oh my, this one's got a knife in him. He's been murdered. But by whom? You mean by who? The personal pronoun in the clause that would answer that question is the subject of that clause. By who? <laughs> There's only two options. Either one of us did it, or else somewhere out there in that dark forest, there's a killer on the loose. Well, these socially unfortunate men... I'm not socially unfortunate. And Tunde? Will they make it through the night? Find out in Act Two of Radio Happy Hour Presents Kumbaya of Terror. Brought to you by Oliver Brand Diapers for fat babies. And I don't mean chubby babies. I mean obese babies. You said you were happy to be doing something different. Still happy? I'm still hey. happy. It's still going. It's going great. It's fine. Uh, so um, now you're from Pittsburgh, right? I grew up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Are people really from Pittsburgh here? Hey, really? who's here from Pittsburgh? Amazing. Can we shout out Pittsburgh, please? Pittsburgh. Panther Hollow. Woo! I don't even know if that exists. Oh my God. That's my high school. No! Did you just see that street? All this hair is gray now. Just hearing those words. It's, a, it's like fireworks going off. Well, that, that's a... It's a, painful. My, I, my yeah. first question is, do you still... You know, I'm a product of the Midwest. Yeah. And I know Pittsburgh isn't quite the Midwest, but it's still not... It's close. Yeah, really. Do you, do you still have any Pittsburgh in you? Uh, probably. Probably somewhere. What, what, what would that well, mean? I, ran, I don't know. I kind of ran screaming from Pittsburgh at age 18. Yeah. But it's, yeah, but then you go every time you <laughs> Let's go Let's hear back, her running Woo! screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, every time I go back, it's really, it's an incredibly pleasant city, you know? Like, uh, everyone's... Pleasant, yeah. yeah I well, know I mean, you, you know, yeah. in New York, you're kind of someone... You, I realized that I was a New Yorker after I went back to Pittsburgh and someone said, how you doing, hon? And I was like, why? Why do you want to know how I'm doing? What's your problem? What do you what want from me? What the fuck is your problem? What do you want from me? Just give me my change and let me get out of your fucking store. But then I was, you know, I was like, oh, I'm, I am a horrible person now. No, I was at the store the other day and the lady said, hey, looks like somebody's having taco night. And at first, I was like, I sure am. And then I realized, like, what, what, what is she mean? saying taco night? 
What is it? What is it? Do we, I what bought you? a bunch of stuff for tacos. You bought a bunch of tacos. It was taco night. <laughs> you can't, she it. can't be faulted then. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But she called me on it and I felt really violated. She had really violated my taco. I can see that. Night. That's your taco night. <laughs> She's not invited. Uh, I, uh, uh, I, I found this quote. These what? are cards, man. What do you have cards for? Your own for? show, for jeez. What? I have cards too. <laughs> I have a Metro card. Uh, no, this. I had to look at this card because uh, somebody. I found a um, a quote by uh, somebody who'd seen the the movie Jump Tomorrow. Anyone seen that one? <laughs> Just applaud, please. Anyone seen Jump Tomorrow? <laughs> That film was off the... Well, now it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, this guy saw Jump Tomorrow, and he said... <laughs> the one guy who saw that movie you made. That's the power I of... I saw the movie. It's the power of the internet. He said... One dude can be an audience. Well, you just wait until you hear his quote. He said, what I liked most about this film was a strange character played so well by Tunde Adebempe. His delivery and manner were so nerdy, but sweet, that you couldn't help but like him, even though he was a total dork. <laughs> so my question is, are you a total dork? Am I a total dork? I think it, at, at times, yes. I will own that. I'll own it. And, but I mean... That's fine. You, th that's the, I think the most amazing thing to me about watching uh, TV on the radio perform mm. is that you do, you have this very mild-mannered persona and, and then when you perform, it's amazing. It's like well, a, it's kind of in, in this. You basically, without you know, without, without peeling the onion of my mind too much. <laughs> no, you, no, you, peel. You're, you're a certain way, and you're a certain way in your life. You're a certain way. I mean, you know, most most of the time, if left to my own devices, I would be sitting in a room by myself, listening to music and drawing. If somebody if anyone is giving a grant for that sort of thing. <laughs> this guy. This guy. This um, guy. Yeah, but, and then, you, you know, performance aspects of anything, it's, you know, you're, you're kind of, all of the TV and the radio stuff, especially live, is, you know, in, in the service of uh, this, these songs that we've made. And right. There's, I'll, I'll be performing sort of, more quietly than we do, you know, a little later, but it's, it's kind of a, it's a nice part about having four other people, you know, four of your, your friends around you to bounce things off of. You can, you can see what it turns into and you can really, you know, and it, every show for us is still, you know, it's, it's a, the atoms of a basement punk rock show, no matter how fancy it gets. It's always just, there's no other reason for us to be there if it's not going to have that energy to it. Uh, did you perform when you were a kid? Did I perform when I was a kid? Not really. Not so much, uh, not with bands. I think there was a, a band for a second, Shadyside Academy, there was a band. Yeah. You never, <laughs> I know for a fact that you then never, boo. You should I know boo. for a fact that you never it's... came to see our band. Because <laughs> nobody did. But, uh, you know, for, for a little bit. The apocalyptic polyester horseman of death. <laughs> That sounds amazing. It was not. 
Uh, well, can we see you perform now? Yeah. <laughs> if this shoots down at any point and falls into whatever you're eating, I really apologize. <laughs> Do Feel it in another way They won't talk about War Passengers high If I could feed it in another way It might run me dry I know the seasons evolve To a freezing and hearts in the balance here It's off in the breeze Now it's shifting degrees And it's broken your atmosphere feed it in another way they won't talk about born you massacre side a distant figure in a photograph another eye I know your reason is stalled and your freedom's dissolved in your passion dear it's burning your eyes and it's killing your mind and it's choking your atmosphere so should you find it obscene in that grave? Old dramatics hear a young heart say, Lord, if you've got lungs, come on, shout me out. It's off in the breeze and it's shifting degrees and it's open your atmosphere. So should you find it obscene in that gray? Old dramatics hear a young heart say, Lord, if you've got lungs, come on and shout me out.
Thank you. presents Kumbaya of Terror. Say, Tunde, did you know that there is more elastic in one pair of Oliver Brand diapers than in an entire pack of regular-sized diapers? Wow, that's a lot of elastic. <laughs> that's a lot of baby. Fat babies? Fat babies deserve Oliver Brand diapers. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> so fat. (laughs) And now, Kumbaya of Terror. If an ineffectual man screams in the forest, does anyone care? (laughs) Meh. We were a bunch of pansies. I wasn't. I wasn't a pansy. Except for Tunde. He and Robin stood over the body and we slowly, sheepishly sauntered over. This is a real pickle, right here, this is a pickle. This is not what I had in mind when I put up my ad on Craigslist. Yeah, what did you have in mind? Yeah, why did you start this group anyway? Rock music not working out for you. (laughs) Where are you from, Teddy? (laughs) Can't you see somebody's dead? Hog nuts! That stiff can't hear me. Teddy, please. Anyway, who cares why I started this camp? Look, someone's been murdered, and the murderer is still on the loose. We are all in grave danger. Danchko, I am frightened. (laughs) Did you say Danchko? Danchko! For all we know, you did it, Tunde. Any one of us could have done it. Not me. Kamel's had his hand up my arse the whole time. Wait, arse is... British people say that. I asked him to work the balls, but he's a little shy. Really, what's the big deal? It's just balls. Teddy, can you be serious? A man is dead. Sure. Sure. I seriously want you to caress my balls. The point is, any one of us could have done this. Any one of us could have done this. We each came to the camp, one at a time. I could not have killed this man. I am too, um, how do you say, girthy to climb trees. And this Robin was the last to enter camp. I think he did it. Little old me? <laughs> Why, that's nonsense. It's true. You were the last to come in. Oh, please. I am an ineffectual man. I don't have the guts to do something like that. Then how did you kill that man in Savannah? That was self-defense. Oh, he didn't touch you. He did too. He slapped me across the face with his glove and he called me a dandy. I was defending my honor. You've killed a man? I stabbed him and threw him into a tree. (laughs) But that doesn't mean I stabbed this man and threw him into a tree. Dandy man is the killer. But why? I don't even know this man. If you ask me, Colonel von Stinkenheimer did it. My name is not Colonel von Stinkenheimer. It is Colonel van den Olderbalsen. 
And I told you I can't climb trees, yeah? But you smell really bad. And just hiking here would not make you stink like that. True, but I also have a veal of Gouda in my pants pocket. Would you like some? No, I'm good. What about you, shuffle butt cheeks? I think he is the real killer. <coughs> Why me? Yeah, you were suspicious. How do you and Robin know each other anyway? Well, Robin was a director of a commercial I was in. So you're an actor, huh? Oh, no, no, I was cast to play myself, actually. What commercial? You know that commercial where the guy and his wife are sitting in the bathtubs out on the beach? I'm the guy. Isn't that a commercial for... Erectile dysfunction. Robin cast me because I have a constant softy. That's what they called Kumail in high school. Teddy. Look, I really love talking about your erectile dysfunction and all of that, but supple butt cheeks, do you realize someone has been murdered? Yeah, I do realize that, and I know him. Goddamn loons. <laughs> and so did Robin. He was our key grip on the commercial. Key grip on an erectile dysfunction commercial? Ah, I'll bet he really sucked. Get it? Suck. So what? I knew him. I didn't kill him. I also knew him. God damn it. I don't know where that's coming from. But he was my driver in the Dutch army. No kidding? He was your driver? Yeah. Why did you kill him? Because, I mean, what? <laughs> I did not kill. I did not do such a thing. His driving wasn't great, but uh, it wasn't that bad either. And we're supposed to believe that. Yeah, you tell him, Kumail. All three of you knew him. And this is Tunde's camp. None of you claim to have motive, but your alibis stink too. What about your alibi, Kumail? You knew that stiff too. Shut up, Daddy. <laughs> no more words. Yeah, he was on the bill of that show you did in Las Vegas. Your show bombed, but his was great. So what? That doesn't prove anything. Where were you when he got murdered? Well, I was, uh... Just give me that. <gasps> give me that. Tunde grabbed Teddy and drop-kicked him into the forest. There was a frog. <laughs> and a there was a frog also. <laughs> That's a frog getting raped. Teddy! Come here! Thank you, Tunde. You are my hero. Oh, but I like the dummy. Who are you calling him? Who are you calling a dummy, <laughs> Lardo? You see, that was funny. Shut up. Which one of you candy asses killed this guy? No one said a word. We all looked guilty and scared. But suddenly, another voice came in through the darkness. Oh, I know which one you did it. Teddy? No. We heard you... footsteps. Slowly, a figure appeared. And it was another man. I saw it happen. Are you a candy-ass failure? Sure am. Oh, show who did it. Don't get your panties in a bunch, lady. I'm not wearing any panties. <laughs> I'm wearing all of a brand diapers. 
Oliver Brand diapers. Because your overweight baby has enough to be ashamed of already. He deserves a diaper that fits. Oliver Brand diapers brings you Act three of Radio Happy Hour presents Kumbaya of Terror. After this break, and now, Tunde Adabimpe. Check, 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 check. Ah, uh, uh, great success. All right. Uh, this is an old song, and when I perform alone, can only perform a few songs. I'm sorry if you've heard it before. Ain't so sturdy, my head is at high. I'm searching the clouds for the skull. And my lady avails herself of markdown freedom, forever cashed out to no more. She put the blame in the blame, bullets bearing the name of each tigress who's left you a tomb. Save the skins for a pelt and the rest. For a belt, the camp open, no nothing, camp open, no nothing, young liars. Oh, I said, thank you for taking my hands, young liars. I said, thank you for taking my hands. Well, it's cold and it's quiet and cobblestone cold in here. Fucking for fear of not wanting to fear again. Lonely is all we are, lovely so far. But my heart's still a marble in an empty jelly jar. Someday, supposing my Curious nervousness stills into pre-science clairvoyant consciousness. I will be calmer than cream. Cause I'll be making maps out of your dreams. But will psychic ability kill that nativity or simply diminish your flinch? Oh, young liars. 
to the campfire. A stranger who appeared out of nowhere claimed to have seen one of us kill him. I seen him with my own eye. Wait, wait, did you say I? Yep. Old Lefty is just an acorn I found on the way up here. How did you lose your eye? I got poked out when I was locked up in prison for the mentally insane. You were in a prison for the mentally insane? Yep. Why? Murdering, mostly. But there was a little poo flinging in there somewhere. So you're a crazy poo flinging murderer? Yeah! Yeah! Used to be back in my prospecting days. Now I'm an amateur detective. Not only did I know who did this murder, but I know why, too. I thought you were just a candy ass. I am. Aren't you signed up for Adabimpe's camp for ineffectual men? I am, true. But I signed up because I've been following the case. So who did it? Well, sir, y'all had motive. Good night. This man been walking into the lion's den. 
You all wanted to kill him. Even you, Tundee. <laughs> Dude, I just work here. Horse nuts! You owe this here dead man poker money. Rather than pay up, you fled to the forest. Now that explains this camp, then, doesn't it? Oh, boy, howdy! <laughs> oh, oh, my gambling debt. <laughs> oh, is he the guy that I owed money to? That's oh, hysterical. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Wait, you play poker with a dead man? No, I played poker with his dog, actually. The dog played poker? This is a smart dog. He wasn't, he wasn't that smart. Every time he got a good hand, he wagged his tail. But I still lost. <laughs> How much did you owe him, Tundi? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks? You fled into the forest for twenty bucks. Why didn't you just pay him? I am a sore loser. I, that does not mean that I killed him. I loved that guy. He forced me to take a good, hard look at myself. My life used to be a series of rock concerts and parties and playing pokers with animals and <laughs> drawing shit and beautiful, beautiful women. A bunch of malarkey. I'm giving something back to the community, you know, by yelling at grown men in the forest. Well, if it wasn't Tunde, who was it? Glad you asked, Robin. My stars, me? This man wasn't just your key grip. He was your lover. So what if he was? Is that a crime anymore? You were only coming to this camp to check up on him. You're an ineffectual man. No, sh he's not. I told you he wasn't an ineffectual man. You are not getting a refund. <laughs> You're not an ineffectual man. You make me sick. You are a jealous man. That's why you killed the fella down in Savannah. It's all true. I came up here to check on him. But I didn't even really care about him. I didn't kill him. Yeah, you killed your lover. Just like Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil story. That hilarious Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I beg your pardon, Oda Balls. But I most certainly did not kill this man. You're quick to judge, Oda Balls. Especially since you in motive two. What could possibly have been my motive? Maybe he tried to get the cheese out of your pants. Not even close, Tundy. Colonel Oderballs retired from the Dutch army under suspicious circumstances. What did he do? He was selling military secrets to the Swiss. <laughs> the Dutch and the Swiss. It's the axis of ineffectual. <laughs> it is true. My driver knew about it and was going to, um, he was going to, how do you say, uh, blue ball me. Blue. Oh, do you mean <laughs> blackmail you? No. <laughs> I think it is blue balls that he gives me. No matter. <laughs> I didn't even know he was coming to this camp. I swear, I did not murder him. So far, you have the best motive. Can't you come up with a better alibi than that? And what's your alibi, Kumail? Ah, uh, I was caressing Teddy's balls. Oh, he's just a dummy. 
just a dummy. Ventrilophobes. I don't need this. I'm leaving. Not until you tell us where you got Teddy from. Okay, fine. Uh, I got, I got Teddy from the dead man. I stole it. Him. I stole him. Is that what you wanted to hear? My act bombed in Vegas, but his act was great. I stole his dummy and his jokes. Oh God, you stole his jokes? You mean those jokes are better than your jokes? <laughs> yeah, it's hard times for voice throwers. It's hard times for dummies too, because we're made of wood. Get it? <laughs> also, I just raped a frog. Uh, here we go again. Teddy. Is that the, is, that was the dead guy's joke too? Yeah, yeah, that, that is, was also. Is, it's terrible. It's just an awful, awful joke. Frog rape, it's so. Let me tell you something. I knew. God damn loons! He's Please. raping loons now. Let me tell you something. I knew that stiff too. He was my brother, Harry. <gasps> Harry and supple butt cheeks? You know, I consider myself a pretty nice guy. Tonight I tried to be mean, it didn't really suit me. And I'll tell you what, I'm seriously rethinking my decision to hang out in the forest with all you losers. Just Harry and supple butt cheeks? What the God. <laughs> well, it's pronounced boot checks. <laughs> I got him the job on the Chronic Softy commercial, and, well, I guess that's where he met Robin. And I encouraged his special talent as a ventriloquist and set him up with a show in Vegas. That's where he met Kumail. And I stole his dummy. So he joined the Dutch army. That's where he met Colonel Oderborls. And I'm starving. <laughs> Are there any wieners left? The gouda melted in my pocket. Jesus Christ, please. Just who killed Harry Buttcheeks? It was me. I swear to God. His own brother. Why? Was he, um, how do you say, uh, giving blue balls to you? No, he didn't give me blue balls. <laughs> Did he steal something from you? Didn't steal anything from me. Were you jealous of him? Not really. Then why? Eh, he was banging my wife. Somebody had to, Mr. Softy. Episode of Radio Happy Hour presents Kumbaya of Terror, brought to you by Oliver Brand Diapers. The diapers for obese babies, designed by NASA for babies with huge payloads. Thank you very much. Oliver Brand Diapers! Let's hear it for today on Abempe! And Kumail Nanjiani! You can see today, tomorrow night, perform at uh, Union Pool as well, so check that out. Let's hear for Robin Reed and Matt Skibiak. And we have Stephanie Davilo over here. 
Uh, I'd also like to thank David Handler, Justin Cantor, Kendall Ratley, Taya Mueller, and everyone at LPR. Our producers today were Massime Amami and Dustin Luke Nelson. Our stage manager, Nora Al-Salam. Our art director, Kat Alexander. Our set decorator and props, Margaret Ward. Very good, very nice. Our sound engineer, the glorious Mr. Richie Clark. Our posters are designed by Jen Long. Jen Leong, god damn it, I always do that. Special thanks to Theo Senna and Matt Munn. And uh, again, Kumail will be performing tonight and Tunde tomorrow night. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you next, next time for the Hold Steady.